Welcome to the Natural Life Academy. Two mums sharing simple steps to a more natural life, for better health and a happier planet. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Natural Life Academy. It's just me today, Claire, and today I'm going to share with you just a few tips to make Christmas a little less stressful and a little more natural. Now, I'm not sure if you can hear it in my voice, but big apologies if you can that I'm a bit nasally. I've got some weird allergy stuff going on today. I think it's probably from all the smoke that's lingering around. Um, Nowhere near as bad as down south, so no complaints from me. Okay, so Christmas. It can be super stressful can also be a time of year where we spend too much money, there's a whole lot of waste and just a whole lot of stuff going on that really is a bit too much and probably should... Look, I could go on a massive rant about Christmas, so I won't. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to share just just a few things to make it a bit easier for you. So I've got three three tips, really simple I think it kind of covers three three of the big areas of Christmas. So tip number one is about gift giving. So I don't know about you, but this is probably one of the most stressful things about Christmas, especially for mums. Now, I know this is a generalization. There are dads that do the Christmas shopping and organize Christmas presents. Hats off to them. In my house, that's not the case. I am in charge. Don't know if there was ever... A discussion about it, but I'm in charge of the Christmas gift giving. So a few ideas to make it a bit less stressful. Now, maybe you've already done your Christmas shopping, but if you haven't, the first thing, now this is something that a friend, a tip that a friend gave me um, a couple of years ago that she themes her presents each year. So one year she might get everyone on her list pajamas. So say she picks somewhere like um, Peter Alexander, for example, actually saw a report on them that they're not very ethical in their sourcing or producing of clothes. So might not be the place that I would shop this year, but makes her life so much easier. So she goes into Peter Alexander with a list of all the people she wants to buy for their sizes, and she will just do all the shopping there. Done. Everybody always wears, most people wear pajamas, personal choice, I guess, but it's something that everyone's going to like. Really easy. She's done all her shopping in one go. One year I did, and I often do, I love books. And I just think that you can't go wrong with giving somebody a book. So I will literally just get a book for everybody on the list. Especially over Christmas. You know, people generally have more time. They've got a bit of time off to read. Kids, always a great present to give kids books. So theming it like that, or maybe it's something for the beach, if you know that a whole lot of people are to go to the coast for their holidays. Thinking of a theme for your gifts, it's kind of like the theory of batching, like doing multiple things that are similar at once to make it easier. So that's the first tip. The second tip is making or DIYing your gifts. Now this might seem more stressful, but... It's kind of like the idea of theming slash generic gifts that you can make a whole lot of something and it will go 
suit a whole lot of different people. So for me personally, and we're sharing these ideas inside the Facebook group. So if you're not already a member, make sure you request to join. Next time you're on Facebook, look for The Natural Life with Kylie Ryan and Claire Cameron. Apply to join. We've got some good ideas in there for just really quick, simple things that you can make. There are four recipes that I have that you can literally make in, I was going to say half an hour, but it's 20 minutes. 20 minutes you can make. Each one would make at least five, maybe 10. So that's 40 gifts in 20 minutes. So yes, you've got to buy the ingredients, but you know, if you're organized, you could do an online shop, get all the ingredients delivered, get everything that you need delivered. And then it's just a case of throwing it all together. And I like personally the idea of giving something, say food, because I know it's going to be consumed. It's not something that I'm going to give somebody and it's just going to go to waste. They're not going to use it. They're not going to wear it. They're not going to do whatever it's meant. Use it, I suppose. That's what I'm trying to say. Also have baby reins, so just just bear with me today. Um, and no Kylie to bounce. Bounce my ideas off <laughs> or to fill in the words that I'm missing from my vocabulary at the moment. So things like this year, I'm making um, a whole lot of jars of muesli. So they'll just it'll just be like two serves, not massive jars. Um, I've got a spice mix. So again, all of these recipes are going to be shared. Spice mix, bath salts, body scrub. I'm attempting to make lip balms, although one of the ingredients for that has not arrived yet. Not sure if I'll have time for that. Um, and candles. So also working with what I've got. I, you know that Kylie and I both use and love essential oils. So a lot of my gifts have essential oils in them. Um, so that pretty much covers that. The other thing about that with the natural side of things is it's not creating waste. Um, one in terms of the gift not being used, like I said, but say you give bath salts in a jar. So the bath salts are used and then the jar can be reused or recycled. It's not plastic packaging, um, stuff that's just going to contribute to landfill basically, which I feel is a big, big problem with Christmas and something that I am trying my best to avoid this year, um, with my gift giving and also with, hmm, let's say being a little bit more directive if people ask for what the children would like as well. Okay, which leads me to point number two, point number two, tip number two, wrapping. So one thing that a lot of people don't know is most wrapping paper is not recyclable. Um, it depends on the specific wrapping. Most of it has a coating on it, which isn't recyclable or, you know, then you get the glitter and the foil wrap, foil um, embossed, etc., etc., etc. So that's point number one. Point number two is if you buy fancy Christmas wrapping, you, unless you are incredibly good at visualizing how much paper you need for how many presents you've got, you're going to end up with leftovers. Now, what happens to that leftover paper? Depends on the type of person you are. My type A personality, I like to have the same wrapping each year for all the presents. So maybe you'll save it for the next year. I know and I know that most of my friends are similar when it comes to wrapping. They wouldn't do that. So that wrapping is just then what happens to it. 
it's a waste of money it's a waste of resources and plus Christmas wrapping paper is not inexpensive so what I like to do personally and I'll give you some other ideas but I personally use brown paper for all my wrapping now the exception is probably weddings and christenings although I have dressed it up for a christening um, I'll usually go with white paper for those um, and jazz it up but the beauty of brown paper is so I have a massive roll one it's recyclable so this is just craft paper one it's recyclable two I can use it for literally any occasion so whether it be a boy's birthday or a girl's birthday or an adult's birthday or Easter or Christmas or whatever the occasion is, I can use brown paper and then decorate it with whatever I want to suit that occasion. So I've, I'll um, link up a couple of ideas in the show notes, but also, again, inside the Facebook group, sharing all of these things in the lead up to Christmas. So keep an eye out for that. Um, This episode was sponsored by Low Tox Home, our online program where you will learn how to make simple, natural swaps in your home to save money and improve your family's health in less than five minutes a week. For more information or to enroll, head to clairecarecreations.com forward slash low tox home. But then the other thing with brown paper is you can use it for kids' craft projects or occasionally I will just get out a big sheet of brown paper and tell the kids to go nuts doing a big drawing or I'll tape it to the window and they'll do a big painting or anything like that. It's really, really flexible and it's also a space saver because you're not having multiple wrapping paper that you're trying to store. No, it's a big roll. It just sits up. You can stick it in a cupboard makes life so much easier and it's really inexpensive. Now some other ideas if you're not keen on that, don't think that you just have to stick to wrapping paper. You can use newspaper, use the kids artwork from the year, use um, bags, you can wrap with fabric, pillowcases, (laughs) anything that can be reused. Um, Maybe things like calico bread bags. Actually one year I did wrap in calico Another year, my auntie made everybody a calico drawstring bag and that's what, their, that's what their gifts were in. So there are a million ideas on Pinterest if you just do a bit of a search, but don't feel like you are locked into the old Christmas paper. I mean, the other thing about that is it always comes wrapped in plastic and you only get about three to five meters. So if you give a few gifts, then you are buying a lot of plastic as well which no, it might seem like just two rolls to you, but that adds up when you, when you look at all of the plastic that people are purchasing over Christmas. So just being mindful of that as well in terms of the natural side and taking care of the environment, that we all have to do our part in this. So those are a few ideas. Now the last, my last tip, so it's just three things, really simple. The last tip is stocking the freezer really well over the holidays because no doubt you have children home, whether your children are at a little or their school age, they're most likely at home over the holidays. So you're having to feed them all the time or people are popping in or you're having events that you have to go to and bring a plate. So 
my tip is keeping the freezer really well stocked. So there are a few things that I recommend keeping in there over the holidays that will make it make life easier. So one, number one is easy dinners, whether it's that you do a big cook up um, and freeze portions because invariably you're going to be out somewhere and you don't want to drag the kids away so that you can go home and make dinner when they're enjoying themselves over the holidays. So maybe you don't get home until nearly dinner time and you want to be able to grab a meal without having to spend a fortune, you know, picking up takeaway or also eating too unhealthily over the holidays. This helps you to stay on track with that, keep on track with budget and just make life easier. That you can just grab something, you know that you've got dinner there, just grab it out of the freezer. Some other really easy things to keep in the freezer. Biscuit dough. Not everybody knows that you can freeze biscuit dough. So one thing I try to do, I'm not excellent at it, is whenever I make biscuits, do a double batch of the dough. So I either cook both batches, bake both batches, because we go through a lot of food in our house, or you can bake half of it and freeze the other batch so that when you are, say, asked to bring a plate to something, you've got that batch of biscuits there. All you have to do is grab the dough out, let it defrost a little bit and bake it. So what I'll do is wrap it in usually, I mean, I haven't done this for a while, so I'm not sure of a more environmentally friendly option, but I used to either cry back it, so vacuum seal it in a plastic bag or wrap it in plastic wrap. There's got to be a better option for that. And then using a marker, I would just write on it what it was, um, how to prep it. So whether it's rolling balls, cut in slices, whatever it is, and then baking instructions. So bake at 170 for 15 minutes. And that was it. So it's really easy to just grab it out and bake something fresh and you literally turn up with freshly baked cookies and you look really fancy. Or people come over and unexpectedly and you need to feed the kids. You've got, you can literally make fresh cookies in you know, 20 minutes without having to really do very much work. So that's another tip. Um, other things, puff pastry, some form of pastry, frozen berries and mince. You can make so many different things with this. Sweet and savoury, so whether it's sausage rolls, bolognese, um, you know, little puff pastry pockets, um, desserts, all sorts of things. I've got some ideas that I can link up to for you. But those three things, and then you can be you can be um, a little bit creative with a bit of googling. But you now you can make smoothies with the berries. You can make ice blocks with the berries. Blend up the bit of yogurt with berries on it. There's a quick snack for the kids. Um, making ice blocks, like Kylie and I mentioned in the previous episode, literally blend up some berries and man- berries, berries and mango. Berries and mango works, but what I meant to say was berries and yogurt. Freeze them in ice block molds ice blocks or you can put some berries into an ice block mold top it up with juice or kombucha or trying to think of some other drink that kids drink that's about the limit in my house and freeze them super simple healthy ice blocks for the kids for summer so it's just being a little bit creative with those things but having them on hand means that you're not racing to the shops you know 
usually dragging the kids along and fighting the crowds. One thing that I can't stand in the Christmas period, and maybe it's just me, I get a little bit, it's just a bit too much for me being around so many people in such a frantic situation in the shops. So I do my best to avoid the shops. Um, And keeping things like this on hand makes life so much easier. And you can have all of these things delivered to your house if you are in an area that has online shopping. Okay, I think that that's probably it. So as I said, really simple. I'll run you through again. Number one is with gift giving. So either theming your gifts or going for generic gifts and things that are homemade that are consumable. So things that people are actually going to consume. It's not just something generic gifts that are, you know, some novelty item. I feel like I need to add to it, not just, you know, grabbing something for the sake of it, just thinking what the end result of this item is. So I always do this. I say I'm going to do a summary and then I end up going back into detail on each thing. But, you know, you might go to grab something and think, oh, no, it's just five bucks. That's fine. I don't care if it's just five bucks. But we've sort of stopped thinking of things in terms of the full price of them rather than just the monetary price. So if we're just buying some novelty item for five dollars that the person's going to look at, that's literally it. They look at it. Maybe they play with it once. Maybe they display it for five days and then it goes in the bin so the full price of that is it's just waste going into landfill whereas if you spent that five dollars and even if you go somewhere like okay here's another idea for you somewhere like the source or a bulk fill place and you go you buy 10 jars and you go around and you get maybe one jar you fill with peanut brittle and then another one Um, chocolate coated almonds or something like that it's actually consumable still only going to cost you five dollars you're not contributing to landfill it's not extra waste in terms of packaging production all of those things so being a little bit more mindful and thinking of the actual cost of things when we buy them as well that was a bit of a tangent sorry guys (laughs) okay so so Let's start the summary again. Number one, generic gifts or theming your gifts or doing a bit of DIY. Number two was wrapping. So thinking outside the standard Christmas wrapping square into something that's A, a little bit more environmentally friendly, but B, just makes it easier for you, like brown paper. And I have heaps of ideas that I will share with you. Number three is keeping the freezer stocked over the holidays. So whether it's just for feeding the family Um, keeping your kids full but not full of junk over the holidays and then for occasions where you uh, need to bring a plate or people pop around or end up staying for dinner just so you are not constantly spending money, constantly eating maybe not as well as you want to over the holidays just makes life a lot easier. So I hope that you have found some of those useful even if you just take one thing from that. I hope that it can make Christmas a little bit less stressful and a little bit more more natural and just a little bit help you to be a bit more mindful of Christmas and not thinking of it as such a frenzy of spending and consumption and just craziness focusing more on the joy of Christmas rather than the, the stress of it all I suppose 
and yep all right I'm gonna stop talking because I could probably go on forever about this if I really went deep and I won't do that to you but as I said don't forget next time you're on Facebook to request to join the natural life with Kylie Ryan and Claire Cameron because we are sharing lots of these inside the group and feel free to share any of your great ideas as well all right guys I will see you next week uh she'll be joined by Kylie next week and we'll look forward to it thanks for listening to the natural life academy if you love this episode we would really appreciate if you would leave a little review for us and tell us what you think and if you want more from us head over to Facebook and join the Natural Life Facebook group where we will share more tips, tricks, recipes and of course inspiration for your natural life.